Hello and good day, relatives. Jeremy Fields here from the New Tradition Podcast. I want to welcome y'all back to the Brothers Keeper Edition. Really happy to be back with y'all again this week. And I just wanted to apologize that I'm a, a few days delayed in getting this episode out. It's been pretty hectic around here, just being a father and a business owner and everything in between. I've got a lot of hats to wear. So thank you for bearing with me. Um, but also wanted to say thank you for all of the response. You know, it's good to know that what we're creating here through this podcast is resonating with so many many of you, and even through this Brothers Keeper edition that we're facilitating, um, I guess more specifically for indigenous men, it's good to know that the insight that's being shared is also resonating with our women as well, with our our, our female relatives. So thank you for everyone that's that's tuning in and that's responded, you know, and letting us know because that motivates us to continue and it helps us to know that what we're doing is beneficial. So I'm, I'm glad that you guys have joined us along in this journey. Um, in uh, one of the recent episodes, I was talking about uh, living authentically. And that opened up a lot of um, a thought even within myself after after that episode. And what I began thinking was how many spaces in my life since the time that I was coming into my young adulthood can I really genuinely say that I was living authentically, you know? And I began to think back and kind of retrospect throughout these different periods of my life, relationships, circumstances, um, professional pursuits, all these different types of things. And I began to question what was really motivating me to pursue that, you know, and was it something that was just simple self-satisfaction and that was it? Or was I genuinely trying to create something beneficial for creation, for my people, for my family, for something other than myself, you know? And even in entering into relationships, was it something that was motivated by um, genuinely caring for another person and wanting to be good to them and make sure that they're okay and carrying a responsibility to them? Or was it something that I just was doing again out of self-satisfaction or was it something that I was using as a coping mechanism, you know, or something to distract me from myself? And that was a really interesting thought process as I began to go through those things because it really helped me to understand myself a whole lot better in terms of where I had been and why certain things happened in my life and where it is that I am here today and how it is that I want to move forward. Um, it brought a lot of clarity to me in being able to understand how it is that I've been functioning over the course of, you know, decades in my life and even to where, where I'm functioning now, you know, and it brought me a lot of appreciation to be able to see how far I've come and how much I've grown and how much healing I've done, even in the spaces where I wasn't necessarily conscious of it. And it was a really powerful experience for me. And that's why I wanted to, you know, to share it with you all, because there were so many spaces in my life where even just in looking back, I knew that I wasn't in the healthiest space. There were times when I went through uh, periods of addiction or severe depression, anxiety, whatever the case might be. And absolutely, you know, there are tremendous amounts of mistakes that I've made and, and a lot of things that I've regretted doing, but also things that those are things that I've come to terms with now at this present point in my life, things that I've worked through. But even just being able to go back and find clarity about what motivated me in that space even helped to further bring kind of closure and um, release to those things, you know. So I think it's important even in that aspect that even as you are kind of going along in your own 
you know, maybe healing process or growth process to be able to kind of introspect like this because it does help along the process. It does help kind of bring that closure and and lay some of those things that have been hindering us to rest because all of these emotional experiences that we go through, um, they stick with us, whether they're good or bad, you know. And if we don't allow ourselves to feel them or to acknowledge them or to work through them and understand them and come to that space of being able to release them, then they just kind of begin to snowball and get bigger and bigger and turn into even more problems. They begin to become a driving force in our life so that we're no longer living authentically. You know, we're not pursuing things out of a genuine um, healthy motivation. We're pursuing things out of this, the sake of trying to escape from ourselves or escape from those difficult parts of ourselves or to be able to avoid the pain that we don't want to feel that's, you know, is residual from those experiences. And one of the things that I've come into contact with a lot of people over the years as you know, in training environments and and helping people work through different issues and things that they're going through is that even just that simple understanding of what it is that we come to, if we don't allow ourselves to process through it, that it stays with us, you know, and I've come to um, elders in our communities that are, you know, in their in their 70s. And um, as I was talking about some of these different things, it kind of opened up a realization that, um, you know, they would come to me and they would say, you know, like, these are things that I wish that I knew and that I wish that I understood when I was young, when I was a young adult, when I was in my 20s and my 30s, because I've carried so much pain and so much hardship and unresolved emotional distress within me for so many years that I didn't need to. I wish that I would have understood this when I was younger so that I could have lived a more fulfilling life. Not that I'm not appreciative of the life that I'm living, but I'm realizing here and now today that it could have been so much better. You know, and that's one of the reasons why we're sharing all of this is in the hopes that it can change something for the better for all of you. You know, and and that's my hope even as well is that I hope that whatever it is that I'm sharing helps and empowers somebody out there in our communities, one of my relatives, to come to that clarity at an earlier age than I did without having to go through learning all of those lessons the hard way, you know. Um but there again, you know, kind of coming back to resolving those issues, that's one of the most powerful parts of your healing process. And again, you know, kind of retrospecting and, and taking a look at your motivations, it really does bring a lot of clarity to you because you may be in the space of a new relationship that you want to be healthy. You know, it's something that you want to last and that you're investing in and you want to give the best of yourself to your partner and you want to be able to receive the best of them. Um, but it's important that you understand what your motivation is in pursuing that relationship. You know, is it something that you're actually pursuing for the sake of just being validated by somebody else because you're needing to feel worthy? Or are you approaching the relationship from a space of knowing that you're worthy, you know, approaching the, you know, these relationships from a space of, of personal stability of knowing who you are and knowing the ins and outs. Do you have a good relationship in terms of self-love with yourself? Do you, are you aware of the goods and, and, and bad parts of yourself or are you avoiding those things and you're just trying to look for something that makes you feel comfortable in the space of your discomfort? Because ultimately 
that's going to ruin the relationship if you're not aware of it, if you're not consciously working through it, you know, if it's not something that you can openly conversate about with your companion to be able to say, you know, I know that I'm not perfect and that these are the things that sit with me, but I'm trying to work through them. I want to be better about these things because it's going to take the both of you to be able to make that well, you know, but there again, you know, being able to look backwards and understand, you know, at this point in my life, this is the reason why this relationship was such a struggle or why it failed was because regardless of the other person on the other side, I, me and myself, this was my accountability to it. This is where I was at in my mental and my emotional state or my spiritual state. Um, this is These are the things that were carrying with me. I had these unresolved emotional issues. I was carrying this sadness, this weight, this heaviness, this pain. And it was what was driving me at the time. It wasn't love that was guiding me. And um, I was just you know, looking for someone to be there to carry me through that pain, I wasn't genuinely there in a space of love and contribution. So having that insight, now you can bring that to your present relationship and be able to understand these are the things that I will not do, you know, because that's not what I want to come out of this relationship. I want to be here in a space of genuine love and contribution to another person. I want to be able to have that mutual benefit, you know, versus being, um, someone that just drains, you know. So the same thing goes with with these other pursuits in life, whether they be things that we um, understand ourselves to be passionate about. And I know that this is something that I had touched on in, in that previous episode, but a lot of times we have a tendency to pour so much time and energy into things that we feel passionate about whether it be activism or or as an artist or maybe it's it's um physical activity like running or or cycling or um weightlifting or um even work professional pursuits you know to the point of becoming kind of like addicted to it you know i know that one of the things that i had expressed before was for myself i ha- i've had a tendency in the past to be a workaholic and i use that as a coping mechanism just to keep myself busy and and distract myself and avoid the the difficult parts of life that i didn't want to acknowledge and being able to identify those things is really important because your professional pursuits and those things that you're doing in your own space, they have an effect on your family. And it could be something that's um, depriving your family and your loved ones of the kind of support and attention and energy and time that they should be receiving from you, you know, and it could be something that causes you to neglect the things that are really important and valuable in your life or that should be important and valuable in your life versus um, being so committed to something that anything and and everybody that's in the way is going to get stepped on in your pursuit of it you know that's that's not a healthy way to be you know like you're still human and people should still matter there should still be a level of integrity and respect about you in the things that you're pursuing you know and i'm saying this from experience because i've done this many times in my past and it's not something that i'm proud of you know but nonetheless you know um, there comes a point of accountability where we have to own it you know and um being able to identify what your motivations are in terms of what it is that you're pursuing in professional spaces or in personal spaces. Um, Again, it gives you a tremendous amount of insight as to where you are in your mental and emotional state because there, there may be things there that you're not even aware that you're dealing with or that you're using these things that you consider a passion 
as actually a coping mechanism. And a lot of times what happens is that when people come to that acknowledgement and they work through it, oftentimes that's when the realization comes, you know what, I really don't even like this that much. I don't even really want to be doing this because I'm realizing that this was me actually running from myself, you know, and it brings a different motivation as to why they do it. You know, I, I, I've come to this with a lot of people that um, in, in, I guess, in, in terms of like physical health, a lot of people have started that pursuit because they want to look better and feel better about themselves in terms of a superficial aesthetic perspective, you know, um, wanting to have the perfect body or the perfect skin or whatever the case might be. And then in the process of them working through those things, they come to these breakthroughs in their emotional and mental state. And then you see the shift come to, you know what, I really don't care what it is that I look like. I want to feel healthy. I want to be healthy. I want to be well, you know, and that's, that's where the authenticity comes because at that point, Everybody else's judgment and opinions kind of fell away and those people were sitting there saying, you know what, I love myself and I deserve to feel happy. I deserve to feel healthy and good because these are the things that I actually want to experience. These are the things that I actually want to feel instead of just the attention, just the approval, just the praise, those kinds of things, you know. So being able to identify your motivation in, in why you're pursuing the things that you're pursuing will make all of those things so much more fulfilling because they are authentic, you know, and they become so much more meaningful to your life and you re- receive so much more joy from the process of, of acting in those ways, you know. Um, so for myself, being able to look back and retrospect all of these things, um, it painted an entirely different picture of who I always thought that I was over the course of my life, both in good and bad ways. It helped me to see strengths and capabilities and capacities and um, tendencies that I had that I did not recognize before that were even present or that were even healthy or had a tendency to be even you know beneficial to me. And it's helped me to be able to take stock of those things and realize like, Damn, you know, like all of my life, I've been carrying this kind of like amazing toolbox of these things that I've had a capability to do, and I've never even realized it. And I was just using it kind of like haphazardly, so to speak, by chance. Now I have the conscious awareness to be able to actually know that those things are there and to be able to engage them and use them actively and consciously moving forward and realizing how much more powerful that makes me as a creator moving forward in life. That's exciting and it's inspiring. You know, I'm excited to see what it is that's going to be coming here in the coming years now that I'm I'm aware of it, you know. Um, on the opposite side, though, too, you know, it's helped me to see that There have been a tremendous amount of negative personality traits that I've carried over the years uh, in terms of maybe self-doubt, self-depreciation, self-centeredness, you know, and, and understanding that a lot of that came from resentment of being mistreated throughout my life or being neglected in, in certain types of ways and things. And it helped me to understand What are these unhealthy parts of my life that have been driving me? And it helped me to see clearly how unnecessary so many of the hardships that I endured in my adult life as a result of my own decisions, um, how unnecessary they were and how they could have been avoided. And seeing here and now today 
with all of that realization, those are things that I will never have to worry about again. You know, I, I won't have to carry that anxiety of history repeating itself, you know, or or making the same mistakes again. Um, so it's been interesting, you know, and um, even in my own space, um, recently, um, back in December, um, I, I had my 40th birthday. And that seems so bizarre to me to say because I don't feel 40. You know, I feel like there's so much in this life that I'm still figuring out. I still feel tremendously young. And and even my wife tells me, you know, you don't look anything like 40. And I hear that from a lot of people. And that's a blessing, you know. But, uh, um, you know, it's, it's just really interesting to see that when I was younger, in, in my early adulthood or, or in my teenage years, 40 in my mind was kind of unfathomable because I I felt like my life was so chaotic and in so much disarray that I couldn't imagine myself being 40 years old and 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 having it all together. I couldn't even picture what that looked like. And that's not to say that I have it all together. I absolutely don't, you know. Um but that was my expectation because, you know, looking at adults around me and my parents around me, um sometimes it was hard to see them as human because they didn't share the reality of their life, you know, the ups and downs, it was just, you know, they always just tried to portray the good for the outside world or whatever the case might be, which most of us do. But, um, you know, it created this expectation in my mind that being an adult, you know, you're supposed to be all knowing, <laughs> which is, you know, anything but the truth. Um, so, it's, it's interesting to see all of the insight that it's brought and, and how I'm continuing to learn, you know, on such a, a vast level, even at the age that I've that I've reached where I thought in my younger years that I would have it all together somehow, you know, um, but I'm getting there, you know, getting becoming more wise and, and more understanding of the world around me and, and how to interact in these things. And um, I'm glad that it's it's I've been able to witness the benefit, experience it and that I'm able to share it out with you. So. Um, with that being said, you know, I just kind of wanted to get this off of my my chest and off of my mind because it's kind of been, like I said, been circulating here in recent days. And I know that it's something that will um, help all of you out there listening, you know, to some degree. So um, I hope that you got something good out of it. Um, if you did, by all means, please share it with your, your brothers, share it with your relatives. Um, you know, the more people that we bring to the conversation, the more benefit that it has. And um once again, just thank you for all of the support and for everybody tuning in um, as a company and, and as a podcast and as a platform. Um, we do our best to grow organically. And what I mean by that is word of mouth, making sure that what we put out and what we generate is of integrity in a way that it, it resonates with people authentically and genuinely enough that they want to share it with the people you know, that are that are there with them. You know, we don't um, necessarily um, engage in in um, paying for exposure and things of that nature. You know what I mean? We, we're that's the nature of these conversations is that this is we try to keep things as authentic and true as possible here. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you for the support. It's continuing to grow um, as far as our Instagram, you know, like that as well has been growing um, organically since the beginning and we're nearing 10,000. So Please share out the podcast, you know, like help us to get to that 10,000 mark because I've been discussing it with both my wife and we're going to be doing a um, um, some type of giveaway uh, when we reach that 10,000 mark. So whether that be with merchandise or maybe some artwork or different types of things, we've got all things circulating right now, things that we're working on. So uh, kind of keep an eye out for that. But um, thank you all again for tuning in. Um, 
visit our website www.thriveunlimited.com if you're enjoying what you're what you're hearing and what you're receiving there's ways that you can support there we have merchandise for sale all of the you know the the proceeds that go back into uh, different ventures and endeavors that we do as a company to try and benefit our indigenous people here so thank you again for 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 tuning in and for bearing with us here and hope that you have a good rest of your day hope that you have a good rest of your week and we'll see you on the next episode Bye, lady.